0: Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. <laughs>
1: it's not the first time we've introduced goo, Tom. Gabagoo. We we need we need more we need a bigger holster. Yeah. We need uh, our utility belt. We need more items.
0: Yeah. We gotta add. (laughs) Until then, we gotta add more pouches to this thing. (laughs) Uh, Hi everyone. Hello everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Cuba. Cuba. Cuba.
1: It's uh you know the square movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Twenty-six rooms high, Twenty-six rooms across, 17,576
1: rooms. Does anybody remember how they got
0: here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a
1: way in here, so there's got to be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out? Take a good long look around. I got a feeling it's looking at us. We have about three days without food and water before we're too weak to move.
0: We just want to wake up.
1: Well, okay. First of all, it's Thursday. It is. So I, w- I want to thank our Patreon subscriber, Burrito Mouth. New one. Oh. Well, welcome. Yeah. Welcome, Burrito Mouth. Um, uh, and thank you for your support and for giving us this movie, Cube. If people haven't seen Cube, what is it? Like Nine ninety eight. 98? 1998? Uh, 97. 97? Yeah, that sounds about right. This is a 97 sci-fi. Tom, had you seen this movie before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Someone I know hadn't seen Cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, had you seen it recently?
0: No. It had been, it's been probably, well, I don't, I, I, th- I think it's probably been over 10 years. Same here. I think the last time I saw it was
1: the first time I saw it. Uh, which was probably on VHS somewhere in
0: 1998, 99, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen it a few times. I've seen this probably three or four times. Okay, so what do you what do you think
1: about this movie?
0: Um, I like Cube. The reason I... that's the, the reason why I've seen it a handful of times is I would keep getting into groups where it would Cube would come up, and most people were like, "I haven't even heard of that movie." And then like a few of us would be like, "Well, you got to watch it." So we would sit there and watch it. It's like one of those mm-hmm. movies.
1: Yeah, I th- I think I like Cube too. I I do have some notes, having not seen it for so long.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of things. Um, uh, there's a couple of things. I guess we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, overall, um, I'm still I'm still pretty pretty pro Cube here.
1: Right. I don't know how known Cube is. Uh, I feel like our generation, it was one of those big cult films that was like so cult that it wasn't cult anymore where it's like yeah you got to watch cube well that's which is that's kind of
0: the definition of a cult film
1: that's true that's that's a very good point Mm -hmm. um it's it's about a group of people who wake up in a cube it's a cube room and uh there's hatches on every side of the cube and they lead into other cubes the cubes are about what 17 by 17 feet is what they say or something like that uh, and they all kind of find each other in this cube, where certain rooms will kill you. They have elaborate booby traps, mm-hmm. while others uh, won't. And uh, it's a it. They have no food or water, uh, and they have to slowly figure out how to get out of this cube. And over time, people start losing their minds a bit. Uh, everybody is sort of in there for a reason. They realize. Mm-hmm uh one of them is a mathematics student one of them's a doctor one of them they learn uh helped design the exterior of the cube Mm -hmm. so has like a little bit of information about it Mm -hmm. and they sort of wonder why they're in the cube who made the cube uh and uh spoilers that remains ambiguous in the end yes they uh they run into a mentally disabled man who is? I'm pretty sure a pretty '90s uh, problematic. Uh,
0: yeah, it's it's depiction it's, of it, a man it, with autism. Yeah, it's it's magic autism. Yeah, it's a savant.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a savant. It's a Rain Man situation, which is always, you know, not not great. It's not great. No. Uh, it's probably the worst part of the movie. <laughs> he's yeah, it's. Uh
0: apart from it, oh, it's uh, this is a weird qualifier uh apart from the uh, highly offensive magic autism um his performance isn't really that over the top
1: yeah yeah he he doesn't go nuts with it or anything. no He's no not it's, like... it's just
0: it's pretty yeah it's yeah it, it's it's kind of it's essentially behavior you you will see in some autistic children or autistic right people. Uh, uh, yeah yeah, um, you know just yeah it's not as bad <laughs> as, as say it's uh, not as bad as it is it as it certainly could have been in 1997
1: yes uh he he also is the only one who gets out yes uh, yeah and uh I, I don't know if you know this tom have you seen uh the cube sequel i've seen hypercube um, hypercube that was the sequel right i, haven't, that, I uh, haven't
0: seen cube zero
1: i don't know if i've seen cube zero um god i could have uh, the 2002 cube hypercube has to deal with like like fourth dimension and shit,
0: right? Yeah, like time moves differently in yeah. each of the rooms. Of the it's stupid. It's a stupid. It's stupid. Movie.
1: If we want to count it as canon, it reveals that it is in fact the government
0: doing this. I don't want to count uh, it as canon at all.
1: Neither do I.
0: This is we're, um, we're talking about cube. We don't need to talk about hypercube. Hypercube yeah, can go kick
1: rocks. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer director of this um, this is a really cool example of uh, like even whether or not you like this film, it's a great example of independent filmmaking mm-hmm. because I don't know what the budget of this is. Oh wow, it's it's uh, like nothing uh, three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, because ultimately they really just had to build one or two rooms. And light them differently because mm-hmm. every room looks the same. Uh, it's a really uh, there's some stop motion animation in the effects, but it uh, the original script apparently was way more elaborate. Uh, there was cannibalism. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like surreal imagery. It there was scenes that took place outside of the cube. Uh, there was a monster. It was supposed to be about hell. Yes. Yeah, and. Uh, the, their uh, the the directing the writers part like writing partner kind of just stripped it down to booby traps uh, and that's really all they needed to because it's more about the characters than anything else
0: right yeah it's kind of like it reminds me a little bit of lifeboat yeah um but less about it's it really is less about paranoia um there's some elements of that. Uh, But really, it's about, like, one of the characters, Quentin, says something in the beginning about people eventually will reveal themselves to you. And that's kind of more what it's about. Right. Like, you get get an initial impression of this cast of characters, and then they kind of wind up being the opposite of what they seemed.
1: Yeah. They play with almost, like, with movie tropes where you i guess it depends on the era and when you're watching it because i feel like in the 90s it was shocking the turns it was um, yeah i I remember now it's less shocking
0: right and i don't know if that's just because i know it's coming i've seen it a few times Um, i think because we've also gotten used
1: to it as an audience maybe which doesn't diminish this film when it came out yeah maybe i
0: still think it's not it's not even really all that common
1: yeah, that's true. Cause like the the first guy that they focus on, really, they really make you assume he's the main character,
0: and that he is the um, hero.
1: Right, but we should have known because he's a cop.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, this is a uh, inspired by a Twilight Zone episode.
0: Um, uh, one. That, do you want to guess which one? I I know which one it is.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the. <laughs> It's the Toy Story one. It's the Toy it's, Story one. It's five, yeah.
0: five Strangers in Search of an Exit, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah. There are a bunch, of, are a bunch of toys
0: uh, stuck in a toy box.
1: Yeah. Uh, spoilers for the Twilight Zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For the 1960s Twilight Zone. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, his transition is pretty good from like hero to bad guy. I will say re-watching it this time around, Mm -hmm. the 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 weakest detail i i i don't know i don't know who to blame this on was kind of the performances the dramatic scenes um they all kind of seemed uh, like caricatures everyone like the conspiracy lady like a lot of the lines are not great that was which is why again i'm not sure who to blame for this
0: yeah that was the thing that i noticed watching this time is the performances uh particularly in 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 the scenes where they're uh, that are supposed to be like these like intense uh uh, clashes between the characters are extremely over the top yes Um,
1: it's like theater like bad theater
0: yeah they're they're probably all theater actors yeah um but and like the camera is like weirdly close in a lot of the shots it's it's it's, sur- it's, almost, of... it's almost surreal in some parts.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, 90s camera, I feel like, yeah. uh, where it's very stylized. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, everybody's screaming at each other. And, and the realization that now I realize is maybe why the movie, why I don't hate the movie, though, is that I don't like any of them except for the autistic guy who gets out. They're all kind of assholes at uh, one point. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, the, the real Gen Xer guy who doesn't give a shit. Uh, yeah. Who ends up making a turn to be a hero.
0: Yeah, or, or to be... To yeah. give a shit. To give a shit, yeah. Like, he actually occupies the role that we expected Quentin to occupy, which is he really is concerned about getting everybody out of the cube. Right. And Quentin it's just like really that- is, is, cares about himself
1: it's like that classic film doom mm-hmm. it's similar to that where the characters that are almost like don't, don't really want to be there slowly just muster up the motivation when everything else falls apart mm-hmm. they finally step up yeah and then the guy that's like and i mean the the dynamic works really well like it it does make sense that the the villain is a cop uh because he has the same he reminded me of the rock and doom where like he's trying to have control yes and he almost slowly becomes a fascist uh because he's he's he wants to be big boss man no one elected him that Mm -hmm. um he is the only one he is like the most or the second most proactive person uh aside from the the alcatraz guy the prisoner oh ren <laughs> gets, his fucking gets his face face melted
0: on. like immediately after they have this cool scene or like oh he's the wren he's he can break out of any prison nah, and he got a face full of acid oh yeah he's it's dead. a real he's super it's a real dead deep blue sea moment. yeah it's a real deep blue sea moment it's pretty great yeah <laughs> just they make
1: him so in charge he's like he's like R- riddick and pitch black <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if
0: R- like if he's like riddick I, immediately I got him. sprayed in the face with acid yeah
1: and it's yeah, like, which
0: it's 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 so undignified too <laughs> yeah it's not like a cool oh, yeah. it's not like a cool sprayed in the face with acid like drake and aliens it's like
1: <laughs> no he's screaming like kermit yeah. he's like
0: <laughs> he's ah! gurgling like a muppet <laughs> yeah because it takes a second
1: doesn't matter who you are a spritz of acid in your face that'll take you that'll take you down a peg uh, yeah. you know <laughs>
0: yeah It'll knock you off your high horse,
1: <laughs> yeah, they do that. they do this whole thing where he's using his shoes to figure out traps and like seems like really like you know it's it's sort of like horror movies do this they've done it since jaws it's why Quint dies, you know, spoilers for jaws because mm-hmm. it's like let's take the most competent person mm-hmm. uh and let's murder the shit out of him, yeah, uh it's prison rules, you know you, you get the biggest guy you kick their ass mm-hmm. and and so like it, it, it it's I <laughs> They
0: really war they wharf him. Yeah, they warp him. <laughs> <laughs> like it's <laughs> I'm just picturing Wharf getting sprayed in the face with acid. <laughs> <Arrgh>. <laughs> I don't Come know, there might on. be an episode where that
1: <laughs> there might be an episode where that happens to Wharf.
0: I would not be surprised well, if I there was know. an episode where somebody threw a beaker of acid into Warp's face.
1: There's an entire episode where Worf gets paralyzed <laughs> and then just begs people to kill him. <laughs> Can Worf. God damn it. Fucking Worf. <laughs> Get your shit together, Worf. The best one, because there's a montage of every time Worf got his ass kicked.
0: Yes, there I is.
1: Think my, I think my favorite is there's a quiet moment where he just touches a con- computer panel and then it just electrocutes him and he's like, ah! It's flying. Looking it's like, Warf. come on,
0: Worf. Yeah, the computer's kicking your ass now. <laughs> Get it together, man. You're falling apart, Worf. <laughs> your life is uh, falling apart.
1: <laughs> you're terrible at this. <laughs> oh. That's all so I yeah, want to talk guy, about now. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the times Worf has gotten his ass kicked. <laughs> There's a good one where Troy, while uh, possessed by an alien, kick, breaks his arm. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good one. God, oh, there's so wharf. many. Uh, but yeah, this guy, this guy fucking dies. He <laughs> dies hard. Yeah. Uh, and like again, it's a trope that I feel like nowadays we'd see coming a mile away because they, like you said, they spend a whole scene talking him up, mm-hmm. and the way they re- shoot. Which ends up kind of being used smartly. The way they shoot it, it's like a deep blue sea situation where, you know when you know a character will die just from the the framing of the shot sometimes? Yes. And it, they give him one of those and it it's at least a moment, a second before he dies. It's like, oh, he's totally going to die. But then they repeat it later when the doctor goes into a room and she starts suffocating. And I thought this was a, it was a cute idea, which is that earlier... They realize that if they suck on the buttons on their shirts, they don't dehydrate as fast. Yeah, and then she chokes on her button, and it's just a quick scene where they think the room has been poisoned. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No, it's the damn button. I swallowed the button."
0: Yeah, I'm just 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 imagine Wharf choking on a button.
1: Oh, definitely <laughs> something he has done. <laughs> Fucking Worf.
0: God damn it, Warf! <laughs>
1: One of my favorite details with Worf is that he loves prune juice. <laughs> so, it's, it's an intentional joke of the show, is that the first time he drinks prune du- juice, he calls it a warrior's drink. Because, yeah, when you drink prune juice, you kind of assume it's, you know, for like th- people who are strong, because it tastes like shit.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, you, you're uh, going to take a mean shit. Yeah, like Worf, exactly. Worf is regular as fuck.
1: I mean, we can talk all day about wharf shitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Just things that Klingons Yeah. Oh God, the worst. Mm-hmm. The worst type of shit. Like the worst thing in the galaxy. Just floating in space, one imagines. Because mm-hmm. where does the shit go? I assume it goes
0: into space. Yeah, they shoot it out into space like Spock's body.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Why Just would you do anything around,
1: else? Bumping into Tommy Lee Jones.
0: Yep. Goes um, screaming into orbit above some terrible planet, uh-huh. just wharfs shit, <laughs> circling yeah, it like Worf an shit, asteroid that doesn't, belt.
1: It, that shit doesn't—it doesn't burn up. That goes straight no. to
0: the ground. No, it comes and it becomes a new moon. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> swirling around up there.
1: It's spinning, parts breaking off, mm-hmm. crashing into things. Just picture it. Really picture it.
0: Yeah, just raining a meteor shower of wharfs shit yeah raining down on a planet like the planet of the apes or something a planet where they don't understand it they don't know what it is oh yeah
1: they learn to worship it Mm -hmm. yeah um so yeah fucking cube that's what we're talking about right we are Uh, we we
0: are uh, ostensibly talking about cube
1: this avoids because i've 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 gone on about this before is that whenever there's a movie where people have to escape a place it can get really dicey Mm-hmm. uh in this case the place is designed to keep them in it's this this predates saw doesn't it
0: yes by several years
1: it feels like it predates a lot of things that were inspired by it
0: mm-hmm. i'm saw sure being one of them yeah i'm sure saw was partially inspired by it yeah
1: yeah but unlike a lot of movies that do this it like i said it has sort of a built-in protection in the screenplay where the stakes are very high because they don't have food the the it's a controlled environment and yet there's still an extremely frustrating moment and i feel like you might know what that moment is
0: maybe what are you thinking
1: right at the end when they the idea so the way the cube works is there's numbers on all the hatches Mm mm-hmm Uh, and they use the numbers they're like prime numbers and they realize oh the prime numbers are the safe ones they later realize it's not that simple but they use the numbers and they figure out the design of the cube so they know where to go
0: yeah the numbers are both they they do this in an interesting way where it avoids the pitfalls of a movie like don't breathe where Mm -hmm. it's like it's not that it's not a situation like well, why are you get why can't you just like walk straight? Well, because there's some rooms are trapped, and then like they, they reveal new things about the cube, uh, like in so once they think they've solved it, they hit a wall, and then they find out something else. It's like oh, it's not just the prime numbers aren't necessarily a thing, but these are co- coordinates on a three dimensional space. It's like oh, yeah. it's kind of like a map, but then they hit a wall with that too, and then they realize the cube itself is shifting like a Rubik's cube. So right. the rooms are moving. Um, uh, and, so and then they figure they have out to figure from figure there out- that they can use the numbers to predict it. The, the numbers give you all of the cube's coordinates as it moves through the the larger cube. So then you can figure out, oh, we know when this room will be back where it's supposed to be. So they, and they realize they, Yeah, that- they reveal new things about it as, yeah. as they go forward, which is a good way to avoid frustrating moments that can arise with this kind of premise
1: they realize that um one of the rooms is a bridge because they realize it's outside of the grid it's the only cube with coordinates outside and then they get to the edge of the cube and they realize that oh there's a gap between us and the outer wall um the guy who had designed the outer wall knows that there's Mm -hmm. a single exit uh and it all i mean i really like this idea it all they they realize at the very end that the bridge was the room they started in. Yeah. Uh, which is a really mean reveal. What I like about that is it implies only one thing about their captors, mm-hmm. uh, that they're lazy. <laughs> that they literally just hucked their bodies in the first room.
0: Yeah, they didn't go any <laughs> deeper into the cube. Yeah.
1: Like, because they must have thought, like, what if they move really fast through? They might get out. Yeah. Uh, But I assume maybe they hucked them in the first, and then the cube moved around a bit, so they, like, so they, yeah, if they had just stayed in one place, they would have gotten out, which is a
0: great idea. It's a great idea. Also, technically, that's not, they all started in different rooms. That's the room where they all came together.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fair.
0: So it's not Um, actually where they started, but.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, Uh, they, they, they are able to do a lot with it. They, um, they, uh, do the, what I really liked is like every, first of all, it's only 90 minutes, uh, Mm -hmm. and that helps. Yeah. And they, they do a lot with like, um, you know, like you said, hitting walls, getting more frustrated, uh, characters slowly taking a turn. They also have a few, um, they have the, the room where you can't make a sound they actually go through a trap room which was a cool idea because it was sort of like the evolution of this is that they they hit a trap room that sound activated and they realize like okay well we can we can go back or we can just not make a sound in this room and they they decide to go through and since it's every side of the cube is uh there's a hatch they have to go from the ceiling so they're like using every part of the cube is my Mm -hmm. point uh also i i just looked it up um it is just one room they only built one room Mm -hmm. which is surprising to me because it means that they must have had some like like i figured they at least did two because there's scenes where you're looking into the rooms right but you're only you're only
0: seeing a little bit of it so they probably only built as much of it as you need to see
1: they probably only built the wall into the room. Yeah. That's, uh, all, you, that's yeah. all you'd need. They also uh, shot it by color because all the rooms have different colors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, there's a white room, blue room, red one, room, and they go back and forth between different
0: colors. And the screen so they too, just, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They just set, set up different color gels, shot all those scenes, set... Set up the next color. Shot all those scenes, so I can't imagine this was even. It took a like. It probably didn't take very long to film. No, it's really one of those movies that you can only do once. I think that's what it is. It's like it's. You know what it is, Tom.
0: What's what is it?
1: It's the David Blaine street magic of movies, (laughs) Um, which I mean, that's actually a bad comparison because uh i don't think people like david blaine but if you remember david blaine's street magic i do it was one of those things that you can kind of that was in the era when we were like really rock hard for magic specials Mm -hmm. and he he did something we hadn't seen before and a lot of his tricks were like you know, not that impressive. A lot of them, uh, he, he did a lot of plants and like, you know, it's all lying. They're liars. But we had never seen that before. And it was all like gritty and on the streets. Uh, and he was like cool and Gen X-y. Uh, and and then like, you can't really do that again. Someone will call you an asshole if you do that again. Yeah, And I feel like that's what this is. It's very like of its time 90s. You know, like I think of this in like The Matrix and Dark City. Yeah. And the thirteenth floor. I mean to be, really... to be really
0: those I mean, you know, the Matrix had way more money <laughs> than this movie.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright, then just Dark City and the Thirteenth Floor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Which are kinda of like the Matrix. But like, you know, like it was like We're doing these really cool sci fi kind of gothic the crow like gritty, weird movies. Yeah. And I love them all.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I enjoy all of those movies.
1: You uh, remember how Vincent D'Onofrio is in the 13th floor? I do. Yeah. It's fucking crazy.
0: Um, you were, I kind of sidetracked you early. You were going to say the part of the movie that frustrates you, which is when they're at the very end.
1: Oh, it's very funny that I forgot that. Yeah. Um, and thank you for bringing me back there. Yeah. Uh, it's they get to the, they, so they, they get to the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, they get to the bridge. They open the fucking thing. There's this white, right, white light that goes through and they don't move. No. One of the characters sits down and starts talking about how he doesn't deserve to leave. And the the woman is like, no, you deserve to leave. If I was that woman, I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah. And I would leap the fuck out of there. It's, 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 infuriating it's uh, it i think for a lot of people it's enough to ruin the movie maybe i think that could be a killer because they could have done it better because what happens is they i know there's other movies that do this too it's just it's it's like they know it's timed they know it's on a timer they don't they don't have much time Mm -hmm. and they stop to fucking talk before leaving and that gives the bad guy enough time to sneak up behind them and start stabbing them yes and it feels like people doing like literally the opposite of what a human being would ever do.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, it is that, uh, but it's also, I think it's not, it's not totally unearned, um, because the character of worth starts out being real bleak and, uh, nihilistic about it because it, we then, we then learn that he knows at least the idea of what it is because he helped build part of it. Um, so he doesn't think there's a way out. Um, and then that as the movie progresses, Quentin becomes the bad guy and then worth kind of shifts into the role of not really the leader, but like kind of the, the, the dad of the group, like he's trying to keep right. everybody together and keep everybody safe. Um, and that's really his only function. Um, And then the, so when he gets to the end, he feels bad about all of it because he just was, he just decided to be part of it. He didn't know what he was building, but he was happy to take the money and not ask any questions. And now several people are dead because of that. Um, So he's just like, I'm just going to sit down. I don't, I don't deserve to leave here. I don't have anything out there anyway. Um, And what we know about the girl Levin at that point, it's like, she's not, she's going to at least try to get him to come out because she's not a cold person.
1: Right. It's just very selfish of him because he should just be like, let's get the fuck out of here.
0: Right. It is. It's a, it's, it's a dumb decision to make, but it's not, I'm just saying it's not completely unearned. Not completely. You could see why his character would be like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in the cube. (laughs) Also. And you can, you would understand why Levin wouldn't just immediately be like, all right, bye. Like (laughs) that's pretty, that's pretty cold.
1: If you think of a movie like a painting like a piece of art,
0: oh Jesus,
1: I know <laughs> Th- These things make more sense because they're trying to say stuff. characters are more theatrical mm-hmm. If you think of this movie as more like an art piece than a film that's supposed to be realistic yeah then it works more and I think we I think movies like this you can sort of think of it that way and when I was younger I was I could think of that easier like this didn't bother me as much when i first saw it when mm-hmm. i was young but then when you just like there's a lot of people who see movies not like that uh they just see them as
0: human beings as characters right, and everything is everything is literal everything is face value
1: right which makes it very frustrating yeah um by the way i was gonna say oh is his name worth because he feels like he has no worth mm-hmm but then I looked at the other characters'
0: names, Tom, and uh, you want to know something? Oh, I, I know this, but please tell the audience. Oh,
1: okay. Well, Levin and Worth, if that sounds familiar, that's Levin Prison. Yeah. Kazan is named after Kazan Prison in Russia. Quentin McNeil, or San Quentin State Prison, and McNeil Island Correction Center. Holloway, uh, Dr. Holloway is a r- woman's prison. Uh, The French guy is named after uh, a French prison. uh, And the the last guy is also named after a prison camp. They're all named after prisons. Yes. Uh, And I guess originally in the script, they were supposed to be prisoners at one point.
0: uh, But they didn't do that. Yeah. You can see shades of that idea. Yeah, for sure. Like they're wearing like prison uniforms. Yeah, they're wearing like prison jumpsuits with their names on it. Um, yeah. you get shades of like, you can see how this was originally a movie about hell. Cause it's sort of yeah. like, you could see a version of this movie that would become later on, become something like devil where it's like, Oh, they're all stuck on the elevator for a reason. Like they all did something bad. Um, right. so that was probably an element of the script, uh, originally. Um, but we don't need all that shit. <laughs> wow. It's no, fine. It's fine. It's fine that they're just people stuck in a box. You know what this is? Uh, you haven't seen the movie Mother. I haven't.
1: Or sorry, Mother
0: Yeah, is how it's Mother. Titled.
1: People don't make films like that anymore, which is films that are purely symbolic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother is not supposed to be a real, you know, real life. It's supposed to mean something. And uh, I don't want to spoil Mother, but because of my background, I had no idea what it symbolized. Uh, And to other people, it's so obvious that it's dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think Cube is kind of a movie you have to see that way because the characters, the way they act, uh, isn't like I said, isn't reflective of reality. And they aren't in Mother either. And I think we don't we don't realize it right away if a movie is like that. You know, they don't advertise a movie Mm -hmm. like that. And so it tends to get the wrong audience. Like Mother, I think, is a movie that a lot of people probably watched and they were like, what the fuck? And I'm pretty sure it got really mixed reviews for this reason. Mm -hmm. Is if people thought it was supposed to be like a a horror movie based in reality, it's nonsense. Uh, And I guess Cube is kind of on that line, because Cube can be taken at face value. It can be. But it can be interpreted as hell. Mm-hmm. because hell does make way more sense for like worth and it, being like not willing to leave or purgatory or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then it's also, it's also kind of about your, uh, the individual's role in society and how we sort of, they, they, cause they talk about it a lot. Um, how we sort of just allow systems of oppressive, uh, sinister power, to endure just because we're so individually focused right um, there's
1: a there's a very like sh- like hamfisted fisted scene but it is sort of the point of the movie mm-hmm. which is when they're talking to the guy when they they're asking like how did this happen and one person theorizes like you know oh it's aliens or oh it's a rich weirdo or or it's the government, it's the government and yeah. then and then Worth is like, no, it's none of those things. It's just bureaucracy. Yeah, it's just someone made this, someone made that, and then it had to be then like we had to we had to justify why it was there, so we had to use it. Uh, and and they again they never answer it, but it is. And then it's the idea that he was part of that system just like the cop is part of that system mm-hmm. because they never look at the big picture. They just look at what's in front of them.
0: Mm-hmm. And they all kind and of it, are just, just in the way, just oh, in the yeah. way, just in the way that all, all people kind of are to some degree, right. everybody's sort of, to some degree, everybody's a cog in the machine.
1: Yeah. And you can use it to symbolize a lot of things, religion yeah. or capitalism, mm-hmm. where it's also that people are in this big machine. They can't get out they're desperate and they slowly turn on each other and they it's really easy to leave people behind or in the case of the the bad guy to to drop people to their deaths to actually harm other people uh it's it's rats in a maze Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to mean more than that but it clearly is supposed to
0: mean more than that or it could
1: yeah i think do you think i mean Again, starting from the idea that this is about hell.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of
1: both. Yeah. Um, It (laughs) it reminds me of a cut scene from the film Dogma, in which (laughs) the demon, played by Jason Lee, explains that hell was never suffering at first. It was just absence from God, is how he puts it. But ultimately, it's the idea of people who are all trapped with their own hangups and their own sins, driving each other insane
0: yeah well uh, that's the way i think that's the way it's described too in um maybe not maybe not in the bible but definitely in in milton in paradise lost it's okay. it, it's not fire and brimstone it's it is that's that is verbatim how it how it's described it's the absence of god
1: right i i mean i guess I hmm. should have known that Kevin Smith didn't originate that no um but yeah it's uh it's kind of what this is as well it's just put enough people in it's it's uh, the mist.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's it's yeah. less it's less about paranoia. This 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 specific movie.
1: Right. There's a little bit. There's the the, the one guy.
0: Um, it's really just Quentin,
1: honestly. Yeah, and Worth like because Worth designed it. Like he's doing stuff like he's throwing Worth into each cubrum to test it. Mm-hmm. Like he's Worth has lost all of his humanity in the eyes of Quentin. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, it's, it's otherism and like justifying cruelty Mm -hmm. and like Quentin feels like, well, he's a cop, he's a good man. He's clearly the better one. But then it, like it, it clearly, there's also a, I didn't even remember this. There's also a, a, like a subplot where he's clearly like a weird pervert for the young woman, the student. Mm Mm-hmm because uh the doctor kind of calls him out as like probably a wife beater probably hits his kid Mm -hmm. uh probably uh has a thing for young women and he slaps her and it's very clear that she hit a nerve yeah so like it's self-righteousness uh but you know under it all is this clear uh sickness yeah in him Mm -hmm. um I wonder if the people represent different aspects of society. They seem to. Yeah. Uh,
0: at least in parts like one, one's a doctor, one's a student, one's, uh, disabled. Um, one is French. We've French. Yeah. No, one's a prisoner. One's a criminal. Um, right, yeah. and one is a quote unquote average office person
1: office guy like a like a real
0: anonymous part of the workforce
1: right they also represent a lot of different beliefs like apathy or like conspiracy theorist Mm -hmm. or uh you know like fascism authoritarianism Mm -hmm. uh, a certain amount of innocence for kazan
0: for kazan yeah it's like the yeah because he's he's essentially a small child right um
1: and how they treat him says so a lot about them which again is it's it's almost how you end up not liking anybody uh because none of them really treat him well except for
0: um Holloway, Holloway and worth so, are nice to him
1: oh you're right worth is nice to him yeah, yeah.
0: but like and, Le- uh, levin is surprisingly mean to him <laughs>
1: yeah she and i is. think
0: i think that's because she represents uh intellectualism Oh. To 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 a degree, because she's only she's she's snappy to Quentin about it because Quentin it becomes increasingly more right of a, of a just a bastard. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she's like immediately upset and and not upset. She's immediately disdainful of Kazan say, when he shows up. She acts
1: like almost disgusted by him. Yeah. Whereas Mc- McNeil is like, uh, angry at him.
0: Quentin's angry. Cause he's like, this is, yeah. this guy's a liability and, and she's kind of like adopting the same thing, but, um, right, until
1: he has used to them. And right. Suddenly, right. Yeah. Everybody, they're trying yeah, they're either trying to use him or they think he's in the way. hmm. Um, and then the people who are like, there's people who are genuinely compassionate towards him. Like Worth doesn't seem to like go out of his way to defend him. Not a. But he's not a dick to
0: him. Right. And uh, Holloway is like genuinely con- compassionate for him, and because yeah. she's a doctor. Um, yeah, she's
1: not. She's not too much of a. Not really. bad person. She's just kind of a nut. Like, yeah, she's, she's kind of a like, nut. Yeah. You you know like you don't want to put her on Twitter
0: no yeah she, she'd, she would be the worst on twitter
1: she'd have a thing or two to say about vaccinations like she wouldn't be she she would ultimately be maybe a, a negative influence she, on society she,
0: she'd be sharing q and posts on facebook yeah. for sure i don't know that she'd necessarily be anti-vax because she's a doctor but that doesn't mean anything that's true yeah she'd be one of them doctors who went on
1: tv to talk about coronavirus or whatever uh those weirdos mm-hmm. uh it, it, uh, yeah so i don't know she she yeah she doesn't do bad things and in fact does more good than bad but you get the imp- i don't know you maybe maybe not maybe i just didn't like her you know she, <laughs> maybe she, this is on
0: me she's real yeah she, she's real pushy about she's the she's real pushy and, and and over the top Uh, at first when they're all getting to know each other but then it's like well yeah she never really does anything
1: no i think it's because she's immediately unhinged yeah uh and that's uh, that might be it but yeah it's i don't know interesting film Mm -hmm. and yeah it has a lot of problems i would say yeah uh mostly that it's dated
0: yeah Uh, it's it's uh, it's not extremely so but but it is it is dated
1: and that ending, I think, is liable to piss a lot of people like myself off. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, ultimately, I don't know. It's fun. They should add Worf in there, but it's
0: fun. Yeah. Have Worf in there tripping all the traps.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a similar Star Trek episode where Picard gets, I believe, replaced by a doppelganger, and he's in, like, a weird prison. Mm-hmm with a bunch of other aliens and there's like a real wussy alien and then there's like a klingon type alien i don't think it's a klingon there's like you know like a like a a, a romulan or something in there sure one of them is like they give they keep giving him these like gross little like uh, goo pucks to eat and one of them can't eat it and he's like he's like really really into eating one of the other ones mm-hmm. and picard has to like kind of hold him off the whole time like he he's like oddly um uh diplomatic about it like he's like okay i won't eat him right now but like i i swear if this keeps going for any longer i'm gonna have to eat him and he's like very matter of fact and it's like you're kind of on his side like he's hungry he's gonna have to eat somebody uh you know what else are you gonna do it's just like cube it's exactly like cube yeah yeah, because they would start eating each other or drinking their piss.
0: Yeah, at, at one point.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'd drink my piss immediately. Are mm-hmm. you kidding? Drink
0: my piss and start eating myself.
1: Yeah, any chance. Any chance to do that. Uh,
0: any other thoughts on Cube? No, I think we've pretty well covered it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, it's Cube.
0: It's Cube. I don't know. That's that's it. It's Cube. A
1: lot of Cube stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a central theme. Uh, of the yeah. film Cube
1: thanks uh to burrito mouth
0: thank you burrito mouth for bringing us cube
1: for bringing us yeah giving us uh for me a trip down memory lane with Mm -hmm. cube
0: yeah give me uh, a munch on
1: yeah i'm gonna have to watch the
0: whole series now you know you can't just start cube i think you can Uh, oh i think you can go your the entire rest of your life
1: okay yeah maybe you're right um folks we uh, burrito mouth did this through our patreon uh, and if you're interested, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We have exclusive podcasts there, uh, such as Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. We have tiers where you can make us watch movies like Cube or, or Sphere. Uh, or is there a triangle movie, Tom?
0: Um, I mean, Stargate, is technically. There mo-
1: is there a movie called Triangle?
0: Maybe probably right. I'll, uh, triangle are good there's
1: yeah there's a film called triangle you can make us watch the circle mm-hmm. uh, really any, anything shapes? anything
0: that shapes
1: yeah only shapes mm-hmm. uh but yeah check it out
0: yeah we also have a store com slash store slash game played employed where you can get t-shirts masks stickers mugs posters all kinds of stuff cubes yeah should we sell cubes can probably. we probably we should see if we can sell cubes
1: yeah yeah, probably I mean, or like you can take our products and um, mash them up into a y-
0: little cube mm-hmm. you can do then this then you got yourself
1: yeah you got yourself a cube you Got yourself then a you cube and you eat it
0: and yeah and then you eat it eat it like an apple mm-hmm. you can munch on that bad boy
1: mmm it's delicious yum 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 mm-hmm.
0: yeah like the, yum like, yum like we always say <laughs> um and then you s- spray acid into Worf's face
1: mmm then you eat that you slip it up with the spoon <laughs>
0: Yum, yum, yum. Eat his melted beard.